0: to share their lives with the world in hopes that someone will be inspired to take action and live life with passion and purpose. Welcome to the Uncover Your Magic podcast with me, Ashley Donner. Are you ready? Here we go. Welcome back to Uncover Your Magic. Wow, these past few weeks since I began my Raising Confidence course has put me on the highest flying disc of my life. To watch these kids get what I am teaching and get so excited when they see how easy it is to create magic every day. I am truly living my dream right now. It's one thing to see my own girls experience magic in their lives because of having these tools their entire life. But now to see others get it and wake up with a morning routine with gratitude in their heart, words of affirmation that allow them to get excited about their day, and what they can create is absolutely a dream come true. This path of mine this past year has been so magical. This podcast has seriously changed my life, and I hope it has changed your life in many positive ways. Hearing from each of you about your takeaways from my guests is something I feel so grateful for and cherish so much. Now that I am able to help inspire these beautiful children and empower them with these powerful tools fills my heart with so much love and so much joy. Today's guest is Marie Diamond. You might recognize her name from the movie, The Secret, that came out in 2006. When you hear her story today and how she manifested her amazing life, you will want to share this episode with everyone you know. I don't want to give away her story, but it will change your life, as it has for sure changed mine. They call her the secret behind the secret. She had the missing link in the law of attraction that had to do with your surroundings and your environment that you live in. It has the 33.3% difference that has transformed so many lives. We will talk today with Marie about the power of feng shui, how to use it in your life to create and manifest so much magic. A little bit about her background before we get started. Marie has since her childhood experienced and lived a magical life. Her life reads like a magical story where she manifested her most incredible dreams, living in all of her favorite places in the world, meeting and helping millions of people worldwide. For the last 25 years, she has been the spiritual mentor and feng shui master of hundreds of thousands of students, top public speakers, international best-selling authors, celebrities in the music and movie industry, politicians and top athletes. She has become a global household name in the field of the law of attraction and self-help using the energy systems of feng shui, dowsing, law of attraction, and meditation. Recognized as a global energy master, she is known for her love for people and her ability to explain very complicated spiritual and energy knowledge in a practical and down-to-earth way. She is a successful spiritual businesswoman that loves being a mom of three children and enjoying her journey with her husband of over 30 years. All I know is that I am so excited for this interview I manifested and feel so grateful to see her beautiful face on my computer screen. So without further ado, please welcome Marie Diamond to the show.
1: Hello, Ashley. It's so lovely to be with you and everybody out there listening and watching.
0: Oh, thank you. And, you know, it's the Chinese New Year. We were just talking and I know all, you know, what you do and your feng shui and all the amazing gifts that you have. And I know that we were brought together on this day. It's a magical day. And, you know, February 12th, 2021, you know, I was just reading, it's the year of the ox, right? Yeah. Yes. And correct. we'll go into that. But I just thought, But, you know, everything happens for a reason. You connect with somebody for, you know, we always are drawing the right person at the right time in our life and the message that's supposed to be out. And for people to listen to this amazing woman that has so many beautiful gifts. But what I want to talk about before we get into all her stuff is where she began to see her magic and where it started. And you're going to go. These, you guys are going to go crazy when you hear this story. So this is amazing. I'm so grateful to have to share your beautiful magic
1: with everybody. So where you can start wherever you want. Thank you so much, Ashley. Yes. Yeah, so I actually am born in a beautiful city called Bruges, called the Venice of the North in Belgium and so it's actually a city with many bridges and i always feel like that's kind of what i'm doing i'm trying to bridge time and space and people with each other so it's kind of my essence right and so yeah i just grew up in a very traditional catholic family but my parents actually were aware that you know something special would happen there were some clairvoyants had told them that i would bring something special to the world and you know from my you know, burton many Interesting things happened actually, and they were aware that I could see energy. So a Catholic clairvoyant priest had told them that I would be able to see energy, and that they had to uh, listen to me, but they had to treat me as a normal child. It was a great blessing, to be honest. So it was not like she's special or she's from the wrong side. It was like, okay, she says things like this person is going to die or something is going on with this person or you know whatever I would say from my clairvoyance. They were always like, okay, we just listen. This is given. This is a gift from God. Mm -hmm. So what is a blessing really for me? And so when I was 15, that was like something really major happened in my life is that I was run over by a truck and they declared me dead. So the fabric was already over my body. When my mom arrived to the accident place. And so she started screaming, You have to revive her. And so they did. They tried again, because I was 15, to revive me. And I was in the ambulance when I saw myself laying down with this amazing, gorgeous ambulance man, (laughs) you know, uh, trying to resuscitate me. And I was like, Wow, he's so cute. That was kind of the the message that came. How funny. And so I saw my mom there. I'm like, what is she doing here? Because she was not with me when the accident happened. And so anyhow, I actually, after that, went to all dimensions. And I came in front of like a board of beings of light. I cannot describe it differently than this. And they gave me the message, you have to go back because you're here to enlighten more than 500 million people. Wow. and so I came out of coma a few days later so apparently they got me back to life and I remember that message and I was like what does that mean right? right I didn't know the word enlightenment I mean that's not the word the Catholic church will use so much and so I was like okay it's making a difference so I was really like right away looking at community service oh. and youth movement trying to work in the, the organization for you know people that were long-term sick and handicapped and you know helping in the church I was trying to like figure out how can I be of service right Right. and but after a while I was thinking you know I need to think bigger you know just my community, I won't get to 500 million people. So I thought like, well, if I become a diplomat, if I become working for the United Nations or the European government. So in order to do that in my country, you, you better know your languages. That's the first thing, right? Okay. So I was really, you know, I speak for languages, yeah. but also I became a, a lawyer because if I thought if I become an international lawyer, I could, you know, be of service somehow, you know, on the political diplomatic level, and so that's what I did for five years. I did exactly that work. And, but after five years, I thought like, yeah, it's not really transforming and enlightening the world, you know, right. making laws, you know, going and representing the government. It was not, you know. And so I was already coaching people. People already started coming to me when I was like 26, 27, like, oh, can you help me? And, and there were a lot of politicians that were asking yeah. me like, You always get things manifest. You always are so joyful. You always have this energy. How do you do this, right? So I had like private clients coming to me And literally at 31, I set up a consulting company and started speaking and you know, coaching and mentoring people, and started speaking public about enlightenment because meanwhile at 26 I had an enlightenment experience that was really much deeper than what I had at 15. So I was teaching people meditation, law of attraction, energy work, feng shui, because meanwhile I had really studied. Since my fifteen, quite intensely the energy of the environment, mm-hmm. and so before I knew it, I had thousands of students following my classes. And but you know that was still not big enough. You know, when I was still in Belgium. You know, it's so only ten million people, right? And so at thirty-eight, I decided to jump to America and to immigrate there. And that's how I got in the secret. And yeah, I want there. to go back there.
0: Yeah, that's why I want. I need to go back. So we're up to thirty-eight now, but we need to go back because you had a spiritual mentor, like when you were seven, like you had somebody that taught you meditation and all that. Mm-hmm. And I also want you to explain how, when you were living growing up in that house, how finally when you moved from your bedroom to your brothers that had moved out, how your life yeah. changed, and then you started realizing that your environment and how he taught you that that is the the missing link of law of attraction. That is the the 33.3% part that no one got. And then you finally got it because you experienced that bedroom and all the magic that came from being in a different room, right? Yes
1: correct so you know i had a spiritual mentor when i was seven i mean it's probably for some people quite interesting but it it is what we call an immortal so it was like somebody just appeared in my home and some people would call it an angel but for me it was like a, a living human being that kind of taught me to work with colors to talk me how to draw and visualize my future and so he taught me my first meditations and when i was 15 after that accident i just described i was quite upset because i had already been praying and you know being a, a really good girl i always say i was probably one of the best teenage girls a mom and a dad could have oh, right. you know i was very dedicated and doing all the right things right and still i had all these things happening and so my mentor i asked him and say okay i've been praying i've been meditating i've been doing visualization and i did not sign up for that accident you know mm-hmm. i just did not manifest this he said yes you did not but your home your place where you live manifested it and so this is what we call feng shui and I was like what's that right and so he was like you know the energy of your home is really affecting your mindset it's affecting even your destiny and the room I was in I really hated the room it was a you know like In the old times, people would get the the clothes from your sister. Well, I got the room from my sister, Uh you know, that was like she was much older. So she moved out and that was my room. And there was still her decoration and her, you know, people were not in interior design so much at that time. Right. right? So I was just living in that space and I had nightmares. And I mean, my experience... I was very dedicated and a good girl, but I was alone. I was seen as a geek. You know, I was into mathematics and religion. That was my two favorite things huh. in life. So I was bullied. I was beaten up sometimes at school by girls wow. and so I was like okay this is not an interesting life at 15 I have to be honest right right and yeah. so he suggested I would move to another place and I chose the room for my brothers they already moved out and they always had fun in that room There was always mm-hmm. a lovely Joy, You know, they had parties going on there. They had friends over. So I asked my parents, can I have this room and can I decorate it? So I painted it in a warm colors that I was given that would be good for me. And I started literally drawing, you know, my future right you know romance and you know girlfriends and within two weeks you know literally something shifted it's like hmm. I the police stopped bullying me that was like from one day to another it was wow. very interesting they became very friendly and oh. ultimately they, actually some of them became friends I got my first love and I was actually the hot guy of town it was so <laughs> In me the geek you know <laughs> we like big glasses on I mean it was quite an interesting combination oh, but it was really funny and so I was like my god this is working right mm-hmm. and so as my life turned around I was like these are principles I'm going to stack with and my teacher said I wanted to have more information give me a book you know whatever mm-hmm. right he said there's no books in your language on this huh. you know And that was true. And it's only when I was 31, I got this little message from my teacher, like, you know, the first books in your language are available, you know? And so that's when I started studying really intensely and immediately went to look for masters, grandmasters, and start really studying with them to really understand the feng shui part. Because what I got was that there was this missing link, yeah, Mm -hmm. because I was thinking positive. I was feeling positive. I was trying to do the right deeds, right? right? I was meditating. I was praying to God. And so what I learned from my grandmaster that there are three parts to the law of attraction, three parts in manifestation. And the first part is the spiritual part is like your connection with source or God, the universe or angels or whatever you call it, right? right? Connecting with that and manifesting your purpose in life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your karma, your destiny, whatever that's called. Everybody has talents. You know, you all receive something that you can work with and manifest something good in the world. So that's your spiritual luck. And that is about 33.3%. And then the second part is literally your human design. You know, what the self the self-development world is talking about. And in The Secret, for example, in the movie, that's kind of where they focus most of it. Right. Saying like, if you have the right mindset, if you have the right feelings of gratitude and compassion, if you are taking action, right, and good actions, right, then you will actually manifest your dreams. But that is, according to the Chinese, only 33.3% also. So it is not 100%, but some of the teachers say this is the only thing you need to do. But it's not. There is a third part that the Feng Shui masters kind of figured out, you know, 4,000 years ago. There is movement and energy in the place where you live, sleep, and work. Mm -hmm. and so that area is the first foundation of how you manifest something right because and everybody knows that you know when you go to certain places you're like oh i don't like it you know and you're like try to get away from it and then there are other areas you're like ah this is so amazing relaxing Mm -hmm. i want to stay here Right. right so feng shui is literally wind and water it means there's a flow of energy And so Feng Shui Masters found about 4,000 years ago that the location where the house is in the landscape, Mm -hmm. but then also how the house looks inside and where do you sleep, where is the front door, where do you work, has all kind of a flow of energy and you can direct that energy with colors, with positioning yourself, with images where the sun is coming in. It's like acupuncture in a way, right? Acupuncture Mm -hmm. is finding where the body energy is. And Tai Chi and Qigong is kind of moving the energy around you. But feng shui is moving the energy in your house. And so... That is definitely the missing link, according to them. And so when I went to California to work there and started bringing this information forward, and I was working with some of the top leaders in the self-development world, and they were all like kind of hitting ceilings, like their own work was going very well. But then personally, they were still having situations going on that they couldn't change till I came in and redirected the chi, the energy in their home, and suddenly they broke through to the ceilings, you know, and they went to a new level in the relationships financially. And that is where I felt like, oh, wow, these top people in the self-development are missing this. So it's called a missing link. Right. You You know, it's Jack Canfield,
0: all those people that you started to connect with, right, that was leading you to the secret movie. But I also want to go back to when you do the vision board, and how you manifested. So, what really got me was the sticky note that you put on the vision board about you're going to be in a movie and you get the Oscar. Yeah. Will you explain? Because I am all about vision boards. I have like in my group that I'm teaching at right this week we're doing vision boards. So, oh, yeah. we, my kids and I do them every year, and I love going back that after the you know the years passed and going, look, you did that, you did that, and we love doing it. It's kind of like that therapeutic, you know, doing. But I want you to describe that because it is like total magic and how it's so powerful, those vision boards.
1: It is. So, when I arrived in in America in my first house, I literally said, Okay, I'm going to make a vision board because I always had vision walls. Like I put all kinds of things on walls, things I want yeah. to manifest, place where I want to go to. But I thought I make it like on paper, really like. And so I put on it and I work with post-it notes because I thought, like, oh, I have so much to manifest. When I put post-it notes, I can take it off if I want to. And at that time, you only had yellow post-it notes. There were no other colors, by the way. <laughs> and so I put on that yellow post-it note. I'm going to be in a movie seen by millions of people that will transform the world. That was my specific quote. And I put it on my vision board in my success direction. I'm sure we're going to go into that yes. in a while. And so I would read it every day. Yeah. Because I was living in San Francisco and I thought like, you know, I'm not so far from Hollywood. I mean, I'm closer to Hollywood than when I live in Belgium. So right. you no, and I did not know what that would mean if I was producing it, acting it, I never really thought it would be myself in a document. I never got the point, you know? I always thought it would be like something, right? And then I bought myself a fake Oscar because I thought like, you know, movies that are successful, they get an Oscar. And so I put on it Marie Diamond and I put like, oh, I need like 2005. I was like, I needed three years. Okay, uh, I was 2002 at that time. And so I put it in my success direction. And I'm somebody that really always expresses. It's not just like the vision board. I go to my vision board every day. Mm-hmm. I look at it. I read it. I kind of, whatever image I put up, I kind of wave at them. You know, like right. the little Oscar, I was like, oh, you know, hey, Oscar, you know. And so. Literally within a few uh, weeks, magic started happening. I started meeting Marsha Steinoff, who ultimately opened the doors to me as my student, as an as friend, to people like John Gray and Jack Canfield, right? because she was, you know, best an international best-selling author with millions of books sold. And so she was kind of after helping her with my work and my mentoring. She was like telling others, you know, you need to work with her, right? right? And so i never heard of these people, to be honest. I mean, I came from Belgium, had no idea who is this John Gray or Jack Canfield. For me, it was like, okay, they wrote wrote some books, you know. (laughs) And within a month, I had my first Oscar-winning client. And I always, I still wonder how he even got my name. It was like very interesting. And so far, we have more than 20 Oscar-winning clients that Mm -hmm. are in my clientele. And so... It was quite interesting. It's like, I had to really tell the universe, this is what I really want. And of course the secret, you know, Jack Enfield brought me the Transformation Leadership Council. And that's where the film, The Secret was filmed. And I remember when Rhonda Byrne was asking me if I want to be in this movie and I said, where's this movie going to play? She said, oh, it's going to be in Australia because that was the original idea. And I thought, oh, if it's millions of people in Australia, I'm okay with that too. Oh, right? And so many uh, of the major teachers said no to her because they thought it was going to be in Australia. Right. Yeah, they were not interested there, and I thought like, oh, there are millions of people, amazing. Right. Right. Oh, so, and that was actually my first TV interview ever. I'd never been in front of a camera. It's quite wow. interesting. But we, and, wait, wait, wait.
0: So this is. I want to go back to this magic part. We had a dream about a woman from Australia. You were at that seminar. And yeah, there was only one seat, go there, because I love that story.
1: Yeah. So we actually, with the Transformation Leadership Council, we're like 100 top speakers and authors come together every six months. And Jack asked me to be part of it. And I'm like, but Jack, nobody knows me yet. I mean, Mm -hmm. probably about 200 people knew about me in America. I mean, that was (laughs) it, right? And these are people that have so millions of books and are really top of the game in transformation and self-help and he said to me very famous words he said oh well one day you'll be as famous as everybody else Uh, and you need to be there I'm like okay I'll come right and so so what in the third time we came together uh, was actually in Aspen Colorado and I had not the money to even go. I mean, I was still just growing, you know, building my business. And I actually took the last money I had and I left my husband with $200. I said, I think for the next five days, you'll be okay with $200. (laughs) And I just flew into Aspen, five star hotel, you know, like, it was totally beyond my. My realm of reality at that time. And so, but I had this dream and that's why I went to want to go. I had this dream of this woman that said to me like two weeks before with half blonde hair, a little bit as long as mine, I'm from Australia, pay attention when you meet me. So I come into that meeting, and I was quite shy still at that time because there are all these top people, and who am I? I'm just you know, right, the starting person, right? And I'm sitting way in the back, and all the chairs are taken except one to the left of me. And there comes this lady, and she, we have to introduce herself, and she's like, hi, I'm Rhonda Byrne. I'm from Australia. I'm making this movie called The Secret. And I like look at her, and I'm like... <gasps> Uh, pay attention, you know. Right. And she's like, "Wow, oh, you're so enthusiastic. Nobody's so enthusiastic, yeah. You are." I said, "What can I do this interview? You know, I'm in. I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like warned, you know, in a positive sense by the universe, and I said yes. You know, when opportunities come your way, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they're not perfectly like you think they will. Right, B? I just said yes to it. And we did the interview. And I remember six months later when we were together again and she showed the video. And then I think already a lot of the teachers were like, wow, this is powerful. I mean, the movie was so well done. And so a lot of the people that said no were starting to regret this. It's like, whoa, uh-huh. I'm not. Part- And then they saw me with this beautiful piece with, um, you know, talking about the environment and this man not finding romance. And so a lot of these top speakers come to me and said, Marie, why are you in this movie? And I am not because she had like 70 interviews, but only 24 teachers. And I said, well, is it on your vision board to be in a movie that will change the world? <laughs> I love that. Well, it's online.
0: Yes. Oh, I love that, Marie. Oh, So, okay. I have to do one more story that I want you to share because I think of all my friends that I've sent this video of you explaining how you met your husband and the whole process, because I have a lot of friends looking for romance and they've all said, I'm doing exactly what Marie did. So will you explain that?
1: Yeah, of course. So I am married for 30 years. And so we are both from Bruges. And so I was really like, at that time already, all my friends had married, I was, you know, 27. I was like, okay, you know, what can I do? Right. And so I really got that I needed to write a love letter to the universe. And so, you know, sometimes you can write down what kind of man or what kind of woman, what kind of partner do you want, whatever it is that you're looking for. And so people write down some of the things, right? But there's, three aspects to it that I really figured out. The first part was I'm describing the man I really want, you know, physically, emotionally, mentally, how is his mindset, you know, how is he spiritually, um, his career, you know. I was open that he had kids and ultimately he had one son. I also described what he liked about me because I wanted to make sure that he liked who I was you know, mm-hmm. that I was spiritual, that I could see energy, that he would be all perfectly okay with that because all the men I met before kind of got scared from me sometimes, oh, you funny. Know, because I could see, you know, their energy, they couldn't lie to me, you know, right. if they lied, I noticed too quickly and they were a little bit afraid of me meditating, you know, it's a Catholic country at a time. So, He would be totally okay. And he would also be okay that I want to move to America because I was like one of my plans at that point already and traveling the world. And I want to live in London and the south of France and like, you know, have an amazing life. And I want to have two more kids, you know, and it was like, I just described what he would like about me, Mm -hmm. right? And then I also described, you know, how we would live together. What would our life look like? You know, all the traveling, all you know, having dogs. I always wanted two dogs, you know, things like this, right? So I described it. And then what I did, I burned the letter, right? So I kept a copy though, because I wanted to remember when yeah, I would be you know, like, right? But the original, I burned the letter like when it's a beautiful sunny day uh, around noon when the sun is high. And I send it off to his soul. I send it Mm -hmm. off to the universe. I love
0: that.
1: And that's actually when the magic started happening. I actually met another man. Right. But when I looked at my sheet, you know, it was not, you know, right. A little bit like 50%, you know, but uh-huh. hey, I fell in love and they're like, you know, you never know. Right. And so uh-huh. ultimately that man that said, well, let's go to this class meditation. I was like, not really interested because I was meditating for so long, but he wanted me to go. And that is where I met my husband and he walked in and I was in the arms of my boyfriend and I looked up <laughs> and said to him, this is the man I'm going to marry. Oh I just God. recognized his soul. And he's <sighs> like, which one? You know, he was laughing. but <laughs> Yeah. And we talked that same evening. And so we were talking and he's like, oh, I want to go and live in America one day. I want to live in the South of France, you know, and he, all these things, how I wanted wow. my life. He was just describing it. And I thought like, well, we better become friends, first of all, right? So to see how that unfolds. And then I found out something really magical is that, you know, my mom really wanted to help me. She's a Catholic woman, right? And she said, well, there's a saint, St. Rita, that for the hopelessly, the people that are hopeless in romance, you know? And so every week we went on the Monday afternoon when I was free from work, around three o'clock to burn a little candle for St. Rita. And so then we, I found out months later after we already actually were together, he said, "Yeah, I mean, Saint Rita really helped." And I said, "What do you mean by Saint Rita helped?" He said, "So every morning on Monday morning, he would go to that church and burn a candle. Oh my the gosh! The amount of time that we did. Huh? Yeah, but wow. that church was far away from us. I was like, you had to drive quite a while to get there. And he said, every morning around eleven, I would drop in, burn a, a candle. So we were at the same church, the same days, for the same amount of months. Oh my gosh." Yeah. So I thought like, okay, this is meant to be. So I better stay with this guy. Oh my gosh. No kidding. So 30 years later, we have the oldest son and and then we have two other kids together. So, and we have traveled the world and- one of the things I wanted is somebody that really would support my mission and my vision in the world. Mm-hmm. And when I, I remember telling him, like I'm here to enlighten for more than 500 million people, I said that's great. How can yeah. I support it? That oh. was his message to me. Right. Oh, like, okay, that. he's on board, right? And so that's what I how I create the love letter, and it works very well.
0: Yes, I've, I've told people and I just love that story. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, one more magic story. Then I want to get into my energy and all the feng shui and dowsing. and I want to talk about the Chinese New Year and what that means because I was listening to what 2020 was about the rat and you had, we hadn't got into the pandemic yet when you were talking about that. So it's interesting learning about that from a you know we're looking back perspective. But the magic story that I love is when you went from one Oscar to three.
1: Oh yeah. So I had remembered this one Oscar out and I started having clients that had one Oscar and you know, their Oscar is much heavier than my fake one, of course. Right. (laughs) Right. And so one day it was like on a Tuesday, I thought like, you know what? I'm really missing out on people with more Oscars. Mm -hmm. Some people have two, some people have three Oscars. Right. And so I'm missing out on that. So I bought two Oscars in Hollywood Boulevard. I was living already in Malibu at that time. And so I put in in my success direction. So that's really crucial. The right place of, your, uh, of that. And then like the Thursday, I got this phone call from the same week from a VA, a virtual assistant from somebody very high up in Hollywood. And they didn't want to say the name. And they said like, we really want you to come to do the feng shui of a home. And I said, but, you know, I need to know the name. No, we don't want to give it. And I'm like, okay. And then, but I said, can I at least know who referred you? Like, who are the people introduced me? And they said, oh, this person, this person. We're like three. And I said, okay, I'll trust it. Right. You know? right. And so the Tuesday afterwards, a week later, I come to this home and they had stripped the home down. So I couldn't see actually they were like redecorating the house and before the interior designer would decide they wanted me to look at everything oh okay and so I had no idea where I was you know and so but I said I need names you know and on my way up to that place I really got this little voice saying you're going to Steven Spielberg and I called my husband and I said I'm going to Steven Spielberg he said but you don't know where you're going. You told me, you said, I don't know either, but I just hear this, you know? And so I called actually another person same day that I had to give like 4,000 people a seminar. I said, I can't do it because I'm going to the house of Steven Spielberg. So oh I was God. like telling everybody, but I had no clue till I arrived there and I asked, okay, I need f- first, you know, birthdays, you know, I need to give me a front a first name. So I said, Oh, it's Steve. I said, okay, I'm in the place of Steve. So that's uh-huh. great. And so, Anyhow, in that same property, there's also his personal office, and so his wife said, you know, she introduced her, and she said, "I want you to look at the office." And I go in the office, and there I see they haven't even told me. Yeah, there was Spielberg, right? They just said Steve, right? Huh. But I go in his office, and there I see Steven Spielberg with uh, Jaws. I see him with E.T. I see him with Transformers. I see him like with all this amazing people pictures I'm like okay I'm definitely with Steven Spielberg wow but I couldn't find any Oscars there and so then they invited me to their really personal home to do the feng shui and I come into his bedroom and there are three Oscars Uh, and I'm like what you know and I hadn't really figured out that he had already three Oscars for different Positions in life and different companies. And so then I asked them, okay, tell me, when did you decide to call me? They said last week, Tuesday afternoon, literally three hours after I put three Oscars out. See, I was. I said, for four years, we wanted you already. We've been talking about you. But only huh. last Tuesday afternoon, we had a conversation with somebody and she said, it's time you get Marie in. Now it's time. Wow. And that's how I actually... So I had to be open you know it's like you want to create something but that one Oscar was not enough I had to kind of really indicate to the universe I am ready for people with three Oscars and I had another client later that also had three Oscars so I love that oh so one more thing reminded me when you had
0: had that accident and you your whole face came off and you told your mom you didn't want plastic surgery because you wanted to heal it yourself will you describe that and then we'll going i keep remembering all these like amazing things
1: yeah so when i was 15 so in the accident i kind of was thrown by the truck over all pebbles so all my my skin was gone you know it was totally all the layers so i was like totally you know uh, destroyed and so they wanted to do plastic surgery and my mom had to give consent as i was a minor and she was explaining that to me and said mom i refuse you cannot sign this because i'm going to heal myself but, you know, in the Catholic world, it's not something you, you would say, right? right. It's like, this would heal you. So what oh, I yeah. started doing, I just put my hands on my face. And two weeks later, I had the most incredible skin coming back. And still till today, you know, I have an incredible skin. I know. Uh, and I'm 58. So that's my right? skin, you know. Do you know, that every day? Do you say I have beautiful skin? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, what I do is like when I start having a little bit of wrinkles or, you know, little things and I I do that again. Yeah, you do. So it is like my, I'm not so much into creams and all this. I don't like any of this too much. So I just, you know, use my hands. Wow.
0: Do you have rituals in the morning or are you just kind of, it's all part of you?
1: Well, it's like I do every morning my meditation. I always connect in with my vision, right? I ask every day, show me how I can manifest the vision I have been given. You know, I have always a a nice breakfast with my husband and, you know, um, try to look at it from a gratitude perspective. And, you know, my life is living a life of light and love and, and joy. And I do my passion, you know, enlightening people. So what better life can there be, you know? Oh, it's beautiful. And I, you know, it's so interesting,
0: you know, when you, I feel like you were, you know, We talk about past lives, you know, like the where you've been before and where and how you came to this at such an early age and you just recognize that gift so quick and that was supposed to be, right? And if what if you didn't recognize that gift and you just kind of went, you know, some people don't get those little they don't listen to their intuition, first of all, or you know, follow those little breadcrumbs that I always say,
1: but you did, you know, and I love that. And that's the part that I I want to teach people that. I always jumped into it. I mean, it's like the word diamond stands for fate. So I always had total fate, you know, in the universe. Like, even if things, I mean, I have experiences that were not so great in my life, but I even had a faith that I needed to go through that, like even becoming sick at a certain moment for many months. I was like, okay, there's something to learn from this, right? right. And that's how I got to housing. And so I'm so grateful, even if I was sick or things went wrong, I was always grateful. There is something on the other side. Side of this that I need to learn and share with the world. And so many things, even that accident, I mean, I'm so grateful to that truck driver, I have to be honest, you know, because I would not be who I am right now. You know, there have been many difficult times in my life, but I always could see like this, there's, there's an end of the tunnel and the end of the tunnel is where the, the rainbow is going to shine. And there will be some knowledge I need to go through. And now, of course, you're in a in a place where you've gone through a lot of valleys and you've gone over many mountains and you have integrated things in your life. And so it right. makes it easier,
0: right? Right. Yes. So let's go into the energy. So I went on your website, put my Birthday and my gender. Yes. And it came
1: out with a one. So I'm an energy of a one. So when people go to meridam.com, there's a like the energy report. So you will ask your birth gender, right? It's connect with your DNA. Even if you choose later on for some other gender, it's fine, but you need to put your birth gender in and your birth date. And so then it's a calculation that happens. And it's not like adding the numbers. It's a whole other calculation. And then we have nine archetypes. And so your archetype is the number one. And that means you're the wealth creator. Yeah. Oh. So you're here to help to create wealth for others, but wealth can be many things, you know, it can be abundance of love, abundance of money. You always want to bring people to a new level in, it's like you want to create exponential energy for that. That's kind mm-hmm. of what you're good at. It can be through teaching, can be through any job you're taking, but you always are here to create a next level for people. Yeah, next level of abundance. And so, but based on that, you actually have four directions that are your energy design for your home. And so, yours is southeast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, the southeast direction in your home is where you will put your vision board, where you will look at. And that can be in your office, it can be in your bedroom, can be in your dining room or living room. And so you can also download the free app, the Mary Diamond app on the website. And also there, you will have to put in your birthday okay. and your vendor. And you click on it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you will have a little compass. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so here for number three, you number two, but somebody else is number three. Their success direction is south, while yours is southeast. This is like yours here. Okay. So people then hold the application, like the compass up on the level of the heart, in the center of the room, and then they look for you. You will look where is southeast. So southeast is actually in my room. I don't know your room, but right. here it would be in this area here. Yeah. So that is where you would then put in, if you have books or symbols of success, if you have your own products, business cards, your vision board, you would definitely declutter that area, your success area, because you don't want anything chaotic there, right? Mm -hmm. Like in my success direction, all my books, my products, my business card, my very successful clients, you know, my vision board is there, you know, my goals are there i have a globe there because i'm global right Mm -hmm. if you want global ashley you better put a globe in the southeast yeah so for everybody it's different so that's why you have to calculate it if you want relationship like the people that are writing the love letter you know they have to really look at their relationship direction especially in the bedroom yeah Mm -hmm. and in their living space You're not so much in the office, yeah? And there they have to put images of romance. And image of romance is never a single person. It's always two people, right? right? Or two parts, or, you know, books on romance, you know, anything that you have. So you you don't have to right away go and buy things. You know, it's like the report will give you some tips. It could be colors you can place there. It could be a symbol. could be books that you have, right? So you just start creating like a new reality around you so it it actually becomes your three-dimensional vision board right not just a vision board on paper but everything around you reflects your your goals and the focus you want in your life
0: talk about mirrors because i was explaining that to my sister the other day because she's building remodeling a home right now and i said no mirrors in the bedroom (laughs) and she's like what i've always had mirrors in my bedroom why why (laughs) And how, where you
1: should put the mirrors, because I think that was an interesting. Yes. So mirrors are doubling what they see, literally, right? So you want always to double what is positive, what is active. So for example, in a dining room, right. when you're dining, like you see always a lot of mirrors in restaurants, they're actually doubling the people, doubling the food, doubling spending the money. So it's a really... Yeah. Being in restaurants, for example, or in the dining room, because you're doubling your wealth, yeah? You can have it even in an office, but you cannot have it in a bedroom, because in a bedroom, you are not active, you're asleep. And when you double the bed, you're actually saying, I double the stress, I double the sleep, right? So you don't get energized in the morning. You double the loneliness when you're single in the bed, Or when you were two people already in the bed, you double the people in the bed. So then you're kind of creating a roving eye. You know, people start looking for other partners. So it actually, you know, there has been studies made out of it. If you have a mirror reflecting the bed, your blood pressure is higher. Your white blood cells are increasing instead of your red blood cells. So your immune system goes down. So people have more stress. It, it's harder to get energized in the morning because you know, it doubles sleep. That's exactly what it does. Huh. So I always avoid that. But also think about your TV can be a mirror. Some, sometimes right. it's reflective glass. Or sometimes even cabinets of a door can be so shiny that they become like a mirror. So you always want to cover it or you can put a curtain in front of it or a screen or you turn the mirror around. I don't know what you can do, but try to avoid definitely that you see the mirror reflecting your bed.
0: Yeah, that's so fascinating. And then the desk position in a desk, in an
1: office needs to face the door, right? Yes. so what is important is that You have to think about yourself. I'm the king, I'm the queen in my business. And so, CEOs, presidents, you know, kings and queens, they literally would always set up their desk that they would see the people coming into the space. Mm -hmm. So, like, I see the door is right there, right now. Yeah. So, I see the door. When you see the door, you are seen more as. Strength, you're seeing more as the queen, the king of your business. You're more recognized, you're getting more promotions, you get more money because there is money energy coming towards you if you're with your back to the door you actually are vulnerable you know somebody can come in and you don't even know it you always have to turn around right it feels very uncomfortable you're not concentrating so well so it's even the brain waves are changing so when you're sitting in a way that you see the door your brain waves will go automatically in alpha brainwave so you're getting more creative you think outside of the box you're more optimistic about the future when you're back to the door you get more depressed you start living more in the past you're you're seeing more with fear the problems that are happening so just changing that very subtle subtle change in your life it can really make a huge difference and I've seen people just that little thing you know start experiencing so much difference in their career yeah.
0: Oh, it's, it's amazing to watch, to listen to the things that I've heard you change people's businesses like in month like sh- such a short period of time, just by moving their desk. Like that's that yeah. little shift changed their whole entire business. Yeah, and that is correct. so such an awareness, right? So let's talk about the, so these are the things I want to talk about when we get toward the end. I want to talk about this new year and what that ox means. Cause I know now what the rat meant for 2020 and then I want to go into how you've vision, like the intuition and how children, I thought that was fascinating about their hormones when they start. Cause my kids are at the age where their hormones are coming and you were talking about how they almost, it automatically turns off their intuition mm-hmm. at when their hormones kind of come into play. So. Well, can we do those two things before we end here?
1: <laughs> of part so, one, part yeah. two, part three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can go for a long time. Yes. When children turn like 14, you know, there is this change in hormones that are happening. You know, they become young teenagers, right? And so what happens in that case, it is like their body is, you know, children are most of the time kind of living in the higher chakras, you know, right. they're expressing themselves. They are creative. You know, they have imagination. So they're kind of living in the higher chakra. So when the hormones kick in, right, and they become teenagers, they focus more on the lower chakras, yeah, because there's a lot going on there on the sexual chakra. Also, the solar plexus finding their own way, you know, coming forward with their own willpower, like, this is what I want. This is what I don't like, you know. So they actually, you know, kind of going in that direction and so because of that their intuition kind of i'm not saying closing off but it's kind of sleep falling asleep a little bit because the intuition really connects with the higher chakras but we have to go through that experience of course right that's part of it but sometimes children are so focused on the lower chakras that they forget the heart because the heart is where, you know, self-love is, right? Mm -hmm. And they're so focused in how other people will think about them, right? And I have seen when teenagers are using my feng shui methods and they are activating their success and their health and their relationship and their wisdom energy, it's easier for them to, even whatever kicks in hormonal is that it's more in the heart, you know? And that's actually what happened with me. It's like, I kind of really became depressed, you know, at 14, 15 years old. And then when I changed that around, I became again, this very, you know, joyful human being because my home was supporting my center, my harmony, right? And so the heart is the center between the higher and the lower chakras. So it's okay that you are focused on lower chakras and lower experiences, but you know, you always have to keep the self-love going. And right now it's more than ever necessary. Right. I know I love that. The so what
0: explain to me what your vision or what your meaning is from this year of being in this pandemic and how we've shifted from the rat to the ox.
1: Yeah. So 2020 was the year of the golden rat. And think about the rat. The rat is in the sewer. The rat is on the ground. You know, the rat is not something you see during the day. It's kind of working at night. Right. Here. And so when you see it, you go in fear. You go in lack in panic and frantic energy. So the rat year is always a year of infection. And I was telling my oh. students, 2020 there will be a massive infection coming and it, we could see it coming from the east to the west so it's like based on the the numerology of the feng shui it really would come from the east but it definitely come from china into the west area and i told people the infection would be had to do with all with the lungs and the heart this area yeah and so i told you know my students you know it you will prepare to be online. You know, will be online a lot. You huh. have to focus on your family a lot. You have to focus on your home. You know, you won't travel that much. So there's some predictions you can see from, you know, thousands of years of Feng Shui masters checking out the energy shift in the world, not just in in people, but in the world. Right. So they have kind of calculated that for 10,000 years. It's very interesting. And so from the year of the golden rat, we come into the year of the golden ox now. And it's actually today, right? Yeah. Chinese New Year. And think about the ox as a whole other being, right? It's a strong, it has strength. It is working hard on the farm. You know, it shows muscles. It shows like stability, right? Mm -hmm. The rat is like very frantic. We go left, we go right. And it's like, oh, the you know, we do this or then... You know, it's like rules were changing all the time. The government was like all over the place. They they didn't know what to do. It's frantic energy. Uh, But the ox is saying, okay, we're going to work on the lands. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go step by step. I'm going to pull the weight. I'm going to pull people forward. Right. And so, but I'm going to every day work hard. So it is hard work this year, but it is a year of, connecting with the farm that means nature so i think the environment will come back yeah because last year nobody was caring about environment they were just so focused on themselves right right so but it's a year to be outside again so while the rat is you know in the sewer like we all felt in the sewer last year right, right? no kidding oh my god we're down the drain it was like you know our world as we know it was down the drain Right. right. But the ox is saying, no, 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 let's build up again, let's construct a new world, you know. Hmm. So, so about connect with your inner strengths. So whatever dreams you had, whatever creative projects you had, this is the year to get into action to manifest them. But manifest them, you know, not like as a crazy person, but like step for step, taking action. Mm-hmm. Every day you do something, right? Yeah, and looking in your strength, and your talents. Collaboration is very important for the ox because the ox says, I can pull this wagon by myself, but if I have two or four people pulling that together, my God, we're we're going to get that land run like this. So collaboration is a very strong element this year. I still believe the online business will still go and thrive. And so if you're in the online world, I'm sure you have got really good results last year. This will be even better this year. The online world will not go, but we will slowly, I think by October, November, get back into a normal rhythm because the ox is rebuilding the world.
0: Oh, and I love that. Isn't that interesting? You know, it's, I think of it because the Chinese New Year is already set. You know, there's nothing, we can't switch it around, (laughs) you know, but to see how it just, you know, to see that whole year of 2020 with an exactly way, you describe as the rat like exactly that and now to have that faith knowing well if the rat was true then we're going to have the ox like right we're ready
1: we're ready and you know i've been you know sharing my work for more than 25 years and so my students were like okay we better listen to marie and then there are some things in your home you can activate for that yeah, so there are some things like if you want more cash flow this year in 2021 you have to activate the south so the south of the living room, the south of the office by putting like a little bubbling fountain there or something in light blue like a light blue vase or light blue candle will activate really the cash flow but the bubble bubbling fountain is the strongest. If you want more good uh, long term business and your investments go well you need to focus on the west and the west you have to put like crystals and you can put family pictures and people that you're collaborating with the west is a very strong area this year Hmm. so there are areas that are strong and that is general that works for everyone and so we have specific programs on on all of this but yeah just give it a try you know and uh, but at least at this, this is the beginning of the year start decluttering and create a little bit of space for the new year coming in
0: Yes, I love that. And we can start ending on that. But I, you know, I want to, when you talk about colors, and I know you've talked about the royal blue, all there's so many colors that really, you know, mean something that help you generate manifest. Yes. And how when you picked orange for your room, you know, like the orange thing, that's your color, like that's the what
1: is that? What is the It's joy, you know, I came from a very depressed, (laughs) a depressed childhood, to be honest. So I needed joy and I needed to celebrate again life, you know, after being almost dead, you know, I had to celebrate life. So orange was that color. But, you know, if you want more abundance to come in your life, you will work with gold. Right. So be gold looking it doesn't have to be real gold but like you know the, if you want your family to be more abundant put pictures of your family in gold looking frames put your certificates in gold looking frames right. even your vision vision board, board. yeah i heard that yeah. i was like oh right. i need to get a gold frame for my vision board gold <laughs> frame. like you can even paint you know the frame but oh yeah you want to do like you can even put like golden paper on the sides of right. your vision board I mean, you can just play with that, be creative, right? doesn't all have to cost money to right. do all this. And so make sure on your office desk, you have something in gold there, you know, like it doesn't have to be a real gold. It could be a golden candle or a golden cup or something that just gives your mind like a little trick, you know? Right. Because there are 24 colors that we work with in Diamond Feng Shui, and they all bring an aspect of enlightenment to your home. So to create more success and money, better relationships, like if you want more relationship, like, you know, if you're a woman, definitely put something pink or you know, rose in your bedroom, right on your like some pillows. If you're a man, you can more go with peach or orange. That's that will work for them also. Yeah. But you have to understand it. It's like colors will color your life and so your life won't be so boring and so white and black anymore you know we just have to get more enthusiastic again and uplifted again in our lives in our homes
0: yeah i love that i've learned so much and i even look in my closet thinking gosh there's black and white and gray i need to liven up my life i need to go to the mall and clear out my closet and start like i think i need more navy blue for that's like the elite like a like i think of you saying that as like the abundance or like the strength
1: yeah that is actually power you know you will see a lot of times that you know women or men when they are like have to speak publicly or they have to kind of make statements they will wear something in that in that color right right or like a tie even i mean you can start with shawls you know you don't have to right away get everything out get some wonderful shawls you know to play with, to put around you, you know, that is the easiest thing to start doing, right? And so, yeah, royal blue is very strong for you. Your gold is very strong for you, right? And your success reaction. Purples are actually very strong for you too. Hmm. But also reds and oranges are very well for you, yeah? So you just have to sometimes find that little thing that just gives you, you know, some strength. Like um, a scarf even, like finding. You yeah. start with you know that's it doesn't cost you that much you know to start you know changing I always will wear something white for me because white is very good color for me to always wear I always will have something gold on like even if they're gold and you know gold looking glasses you know right so it's like there are some little symbols that I always have but just so that your vibration will will kind of emanate more and radiate
0: why is white good for you
1: well because I, my relationship direction is west and that's actually the strongest color for the west oh and uh, so there is one I somebody i will always wear something white
0: okay do you change does every year
1: it's always this the same based on your energy number so this is from your whole life okay yeah? so you will for example i will wear like this is there's like some golden you know things there's a lot of uh this kind of a turquoise colors. Turquoise was really good for me, but I you will never see me, and it kind of works with white, but you will never see me something completely in green because green doesn't work for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Huh. So it just it actually weakens my energy. Yeah. Okay. But I can still do it if it's in other combinations, for example.
0: What number are you? What energy number? I'm number
1: five. I'm I'm a connector.
0: Okay, that's right. You're a connector. And that makes yeah. so much sense. Oh, I love it. Um, So Marie, where are you? What's now that we have to end, but I'm so grateful for this hour. Where are you going? What's on your vision board? What's on your little sticky note on your (laughs) this year?
1: Well, I think on my sticky note this year's is, you know, we're really preparing my own TV show. So that's one of the things I will oh, focus cool. on producing that. I have a children's book coming out. So I'm very excited about that. And I'm actually writing my autobiography. So because of all these stories, there's right. so many more stories. People just love to hear, you know, how to when even if you go deep, how you can still create a magical life. And um so that's kind of what I'm doing. And I hope to travel again a lot because right. I miss traveling. You know, I'm in a beautiful place in the south of France, but, you know, i most of the time every month in America. So that's definitely on my sticky note, going back traveling to, to the U.S. Oh, I love that. It's been so amazing. What is your TV show about? Well, it's actually, let's, let's share the screen. Oh, it's a secret, it's a secret. But, um, it the is secret. a secret. No. So <laughs> yeah, it's definitely to do with the work I bring. To the
0: oh, world. I love it. Oh, that's amazing. And I know we have our mutual friend Royce and we were both on his show and, yep. you know, just to see, you know, this whole, maybe this life is starting to see this, this part of our, you know, like opening up for people mm-hmm. to be like, oh, this is, you know, people's minds are opening up to this better, right? This time. Oh, totally.
1: Totally. Totally. When I see last year in the 2020, I, I think I gave more than 215 interviews in a whole year. And so it's never been like this, even on the high level of The Secret. And it's because people are like finally starting understanding, oh, my home has energy. I'm all the time at home. How can I improve oh, right. That? And so there's some very simple things that we can do to live a harmonious life with a family, even working at a home. And so, yeah, I think the world is awakening. That's why we probably had to go to the golden rat here and go a little bit deep in ourselves and sink into ourselves before we can really go out again in the world, knowing what are we really here for? You know, people had to ask the question like, Who am I? What am I here for? Right. And um what I was doing is that what still give me passion, still give me, you know, great energy. And so a lot of people had to rethink their life. And the people that had been on their journey already have all thrived in 2020, more than ever. But mm-hmm. a lot of people did not thrive because they did not ask themselves the questions. They were kind of off track from their purpose.
0: Yeah. I love that. So interesting. And I love to have that hope, like the, this new energy coming in. Like we all had to experience this entire, you know, world of this last year, everybody, you know, that's what I think is so neat because there's not one person that didn't experience what we did. We all did as a complete whole. And now to see what yeah. people can do with it and where you got, what you got from it, it's going to show you, I feel like it's going to show you all these, like, oh, they, this person really got it. Like they're going to take their life to that level now. You know, hopefully it's a land, it's a place where they start to go up, you know, start to really start creating a life of realizing like, I can do anything. I sat at home for a year. Let's do this. Right
1: it is and i'm ex- very excited for the upcoming year and i mean there has been suffering and we still need to deal with that and right. a lot of suffering on mental level for a lot of people so we still have to hold the space for healing and love for many people around the world too
0: yes for sure well i appreciate you being here thank you for the time i know you're in paris and it's an what 5:30 at night now and i'm in 8:30 in the morning <laughs> you are early
1: up but uh, thank you so much, Ashley, and for taking your time and also to check out my work and, and knowing so much of my stories already. That's exciting.
0: Oh, I loved it. I feel like you're my friend. When I saw your face, I go, there she is. Now, now we can have a real conversation. You've been in my ear for so many weeks that i loved learning. And even just today, we didn't get into it, but just the dowsing part. I, if anyone's listening, go into YouTube. And go to dowsing, because it's going to completely take your mind, understanding energy in your home, where you live, their houses. But she describes that. We didn't get into it, but that was my highlight of my run this morning was dowsing.
1: Amazing. Well, there's wonderful things to learn, and these are all ancient knowledge. That I just you know brought back in a more modern version, a more easy understandable because this is knowledge that has always been known by you know the people in power, and now it's time that everybody has access to it.
0: Yes, I love it. Thank you for that being the channel that everyone and making it real, you know, making it understandable and making it where it really sinks in. Because I, I mean, just getting what you've said today and what I've learned, I now I can incorporate it in my life even from just the little bit I got, I get it, you know, cause you make it so you just make it so easy to understand. And I appreciate that. And I think everyone so does. And that's why you're just amazing. Anyway, I have a wonderful year. You too. Thank you so much, Marie. Thank you for listening to the uncover your magic podcast today. If you are inspired by what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, Please subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. If you would like to connect with me with any questions, comments, or feedback, please contact me at the Uncover Your Magic website. Thank you so much for listening, and don't forget, always look for the magic.